welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Today's guest is Eleanor, the creator of Social Punch. Eleanor is an experienced social media strategist, passionate about helping people in the fitness and wellness space grow and build on social media. Eleanor works with a variety of fitness business owners, gyms, athletes, and fitness trainers to help them grow a strong social media strategy, account management, personal brand development, content creation, and also provides them social media training. Before creating Social Punch, Eleanor studied a Bachelor of Public Relations and worked in the digital marketing space for five years. She was involved in the branding of major national and international brands such as Sports Girl and Sweat. Eleanor created Social Punch in early 2021, and today she is here to tell us all she knows on how you can get noticed online and create a social media platform that sells. So welcome, Eleanor. Thank you so much for having me. That's all right. So glad you're here today. Very excited to be here. Great. So you are, let's just say you are the social media queen. (laughs) Okay, thank you. So today's episode is going to be all about utilising Instagram as a platform to build your online business and generate an authentic audience. So before we get into all the juicy stuff, tell us a little more about yourself and your business and how you got to where you are today. So I'll give you a bit of background on my career and where I started. So like you said in the intro, I actually studied public relations at uni. And while I was studying and soon after I graduated, I was working for Sports Girl in Rundle Mall in the store. And back then, which was actually quite a while ago now, (laughs) many years ago, um, Instagram was quite fresh. A lot of small businesses weren't really getting around it. And I was really fascinated by the platform and I really wanted to create an Instagram account for the Sports Girl Rundle Mall store. So Sports Girl HQ had an account. However, the individual Sports Girl stores didn't. So after bringing attention to a head office allowed all the stores Australia-wide to have an account, which was really exciting. It meant that we could kind of own it and experiment with the platform. And it was a great way to showcase new products, get our team involved, get our community involved, just the Rundle Mall community as well. So that was really cool. And soon after that, I was actually offered a job at Sports Girl HQ over in Melbourne. And it wasn't actually in marketing or social. It was in fashion buying. And okay. I had no fashion buying experience. Yeah, wow. Yeah, That's it was different. Yeah, <laughs> very different. No fashion buying experience, no product development experience. However, I was really passionate about the Sports Girl brand. Yep. And I really wanted to grow my career with the business. It's one of those things where you just have to follow your gut. And when someone offers you an amazing opportunity, sometimes if you don't know, you know, where it's going to lead you or or what's going to happen, you just have to say yes. And that's what I did. And it was awesome. I was there for about two years. I worked as an assistant buyer to the head accessories buyer. And it was really cool. I got to work on the product ranges and Sports Girl had a really awesome workplace culture. So I was really grateful for that experience. And I also got to work in the marketing department as well, work on the socials and content creation, which was cool. So that's where I think my biggest passion was. And then soon after that, I was offered a job back home in Adelaide with Sweat. So back then, Sweat hadn't quite evolved yet. It was just the Kayla Atzinas brand. 
And I started off in the marketing department and then as Sweat started to evolve, I moved into a product development role, which saw me manage the entire product development department. So when I say products, that was physical products. So foam rollers, drink bottles, ankle weights, you name it, we did it. And yeah, it was really cool. I was heavily involved in the like branding for Sweat Mm -hmm. and very involved in the product. So from the design and development aspects to sourcing manufacturers in China to the logistics, um, branding and marketing the product. So um, it was an epic experience Mm. and I was there for about three years and then I moved on to work for a national jeweller for a year and that was social media related role. I managed the accounts there and that's pretty much when Social Punch was born when I decided to go out on my own and start my own business. Amazing. Well, you had all that experience to back you up. So you were probably just so ready to get out there and and implement everything you had learned and create your own baby. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. So what an exciting journey. You've had so many different roles with lots of massive companies. So I'm sure that's, yeah, a lot of invaluable knowledge that you would have gained along the way, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Um, So now with Social Punch, ultimately you support business owners with building their brand on Instagram. How do you do this? And when it comes to building your own brand on social media, what do we need to know? Because, you know, now it's so, it's such a great resource, Instagram. You know, it's a platform, it's free, and you can really share so much of yourself and your business on there. How do we properly utilize it and get the most out of it? So, the first thing you want to do when using Instagram for business or just social media in general Mm -hmm. is have a plan or have a strategy in place. It can be really overwhelming and a lot of business owners just don't know where to start. They don't know what platform they should be utilizing. So the first thing you want to do is have a plan and work out what platform is suitable for your business. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be on every single platform. I think it's important to find what platform your business is going to shine on and where your ideal clients are and really put all of your energy into that platform because if you're on all these different platforms, mm. it's it's a lot of work to put, you know, into that strategy and you want to work out what's going to best help your business and where yeah. you're going to get the best results. So I think developing a strategy once you work out what platform you should be on and your strategy should reflect your business strategy. So it should yep. be reflective of your overall business goals and your strategy should include the goals that you want to achieve. It should include... Um, details around your ideal client. So actually understanding who your target client Mm -hmm. is and what you want to um, do for them, what you want to provide for them on social media. It's also really important to get really clear on your brand. So before you work out a social plan, actually work out what your brand values are, your brand identity. So visually what, you know, uh, represents your brand from things like your logo to your color palette, They're all very important details that will help your business shine on social media. And also, yeah, like I said, breaking down your client persona. So working out Mm -hmm. who you are trying to target. They're all really important parts that you need to really nail before you start actually creating content on social media. Because creating content can be a really long process at times. It's not an easy thing to be a content creator and, and, you know, keep up with making videos and reels and and do photography and infographics. So I guess really having that why and understanding your business and like you said, your audience 
would then really help when it comes to content as well. So yeah, it's really about being prepared is is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I okay. think you need to be prepared and yeah, be organized to actually work out before you're creating content, work out what type of content you want to create yeah. and then look at where you can potentially source help or yeah. level up on certain things. So videos are really important. They're, yeah. they're, some, they're something that should be a really big part of your content strategy. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that you're not confident in, looking at how you can, you know, research yeah. to get the skills that you need or outsourcing help. Yeah. So, you know, you feel confident putting that content mm-hmm. forward on your socials. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, not being afraid to ask for help, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. So with Instagram, what are the do's and don'ts for your brand? Because I'm sure I'm sure you have a really long list <laughs> of, you know, all the do's and don'ts that would really help to get you noticed online. So can you give us a bit of an insight into that? Yes. Let's start with the do's. We'll start yes. on a positive Yeah, let's note. start positive. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said earlier, like we were just discussing, plan ahead and be organized. Yeah. Now, I know it's really important to plan ahead during this crazy time at the moment because yeah. things change so quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can plan a few weeks in advance with your content, but then things change and it's no longer relevant. So yep. try to plan as best as you can, but also be organized in the sense of, looking into things like scheduling apps so you know you're using an app to help you organize your content where you can put all of your visual content in Mm -hmm. there and then write your copy and then you know visually see how it looks so that's a great tool to have yeah also planning out your content like we touched on before actually looking at your content themes or content pillars like some people like to call them Mm -hmm. and working out what content you want to create and then how you're going to create that content so you're not thinking about what to post week on week. You actually have those content themes in place. Yeah. You have your content organized. So you might want to dedicate a day that's, you know, just for content where you're creating content with mm-hmm. your team. So you have a build up of that content that you can use. Okay. Or you might want to look at organizing a shoot with a professional photographer or videographer yeah. and having a plan for that shoot. So you know what type of content you're actually going to get out of it. Okay. A few, so being organized. Yeah, being yeah. organized. Yeah. Um, aside from content, just a few other things, actually dedicating time to engage with your community. Yeah. That's a really important thing that many people forget. Instagram is, social media is social. You want to yeah. engage with your community because you want to build that relationship with mm-hmm. them. So if you actually dedicate time to talk to them, to respond to messages, to yeah. interact with them, that's going to help you in the long run because okay. you're building that relationship. Yeah. And you're, you know, putting time aside so you know maybe it's 20 minutes a day or Mm. it's an hour three times a week that you're actually engaging with your community. And what are some ways to engage? Because I know that we have, you know, our stories where we can put up the little comment boxes and ask questions and commenting on photos. How, How else can we engage online to really get that interaction with our audience? There's definitely, firstly, stories are, are a great way. Yeah. I love stories. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they're great. I like doing all the polls yes. and the voting. I think they're yes, awesome. They're the best. <laughs> and, you know, it's a really effective way to engage with your community yeah. because you might put a poll up and then everyone who answered, you know, yes or no, whatever question yeah. you were asking, you can then reach out to them and start a conversation mm. around whatever topic you were discussing. Yeah. So that's a great engagement tool. That's a great way to actually yeah. start that conversation okay. with them. I think there's a lot of potential in DMs as well. Okay. Um, I've built a lot of connections through reaching out to people yeah. through DMs or people reaching Sliding out to into me. The DMs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It works. It does. <laughs> Do it. Even it in works. business. <laughs> 
doing it. Totally. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. It could be a potential client or it could be someone that you want to connect with to potentially collaborate. Don't be scared to do it because you need to put yourself out there and it's a great way to connect. I've, you know, met so many or connected with so many people just through Mm -hmm. sending them a message on DM and most people would be open to hearing what you have to say or working with you or just, you know, meeting you for for a coffee or answering a question. I've reached out to so many people interstate and overseas and asked them, you know, what do you think about this or how did you go about doing that? And it's a great way to build that build that Amazing. connection yeah it's good yeah. I think I've slid into your dms a couple times I think I've we've, slid to yeah. <laughs> hey you want to catch up a coffee yes. and can you help me with this it's it's great and I think like yes. it builds relationships with people that you know you it, yep. social media doesn't just have to be about a person on a photo on a screen like it you can actually connect and yep. you know engage with them and then like you said it's so important to do that with your audience because I feel like when you have an audience and they feel like they're connected to you personally, I feel like that's so strong for your brand Definitely. And, and your business. It, I guess it'd be so helpful. You know, I feel like when I know someone or I've been, you know, I've connected with them in one way or another and they have a business, I just want to support them and I just want to yeah. help them and do what I can. So I guess that goes to show how important it is to engage. Definitely. Yeah. And it's the way things are going. Like, like I said, social media is social. You want yes. to engage with your community. You Mm -hmm. want to build a space that your community feel a part of as well. So when you're engaging with them, when you're including them in your overall strategy, it really makes them feel like they're a part of something special. Yeah. Amazing. That's because I guess, you know, it's not just a platform where you just post a pic and then you ghost and you're just like, oh, I'm back. (laughs) See see, See you later. It's really about I'm posting this picture because or I'm posting this video because I want to connect. Exactly. And yeah, I think we've got to – I know that sometimes I do that. I, I post and ghost. So <laughs> I need to get better at do and not You're, doing that. You're awesome. <laughs> I need to get better You're at that. You're very engaging. I oh, love your polls oh, and thank, stories. Yeah, I love my polls as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so – they're the do's. Is there any more or are we going on to the don'ts now? I, I think they're the main ones. Okay. Just, all right. Yeah. So summarising, we're going to be engaging, we're going to be organised and we're just really going to figure out what our um, audience want and exactly. what our why is. Fo- yeah. Yeah. Focus on your yeah. community. Always have them um, in the you know top of your mind and yeah. always remember your why. Understand what you actually want to get out of yeah. using the platform for and what your overall goal is and your point of difference because that's what's going to help you. Okay. Yeah, amazing. So what are the don'ts? Give us the <laughs> <Okay>. negative. <laughs> All right, on, on to I'm the ready don'ts. for it. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Hit me with it. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. So firstly, don't overthink things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the first one to overthink. Yeah, I'm, like, oh, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> ticked that one off my list. <laughs> I think try not to overthink because we all get caught in that trap where we overthink what we're going to post so we're going to think about what this person or that person's going to say just put it out there that's why it's really important to remember your why remember what your overall goal is because if you're staying true to yourself and your message is in line with your brand values and your why you can't go wrong because your community are going to support you for being you and they're going to support you because they love what you're doing and they believe in you know what you're creating so don't overthink things. Just always remember, is this in line with my goals, my values? Is this a true representation of my brand? Mm-hmm. Because the more you overthink, the more, you know, you just become crippled yeah. and you're just going down this scary black mm-hmm. social media yeah, hole. you don't want that. <laughs> no, no, we don't want that. So 
it's also important. I have a lot of clients or people that I've worked with in the past that, you know, get concerned with what other people are doing or, Mm. you know, worrying about how other people are creating content or something like that. So it's important to just stay in your lane Mm -hmm. and focus on what you can do because the more you get consumed with other people as well, that will play Mm -hmm. on your mind and that will distract you from your overall goal. So try and not get so consumed with what others are doing. Yep. Um, Another one is creating quality content. Always choose quality over quantity. I see so many people that just post for the sake of it because they think they have to post Mm. five, six, seven times a week and it's not actually quality content. Yeah. It's much better to post less but post quality content because if you're just posting for the sake of it, people can see through that. They're Mm. not going to connect with it. And the whole purpose of creating content is to connect with your audience, to provide something that's valuable to them, that's going to educate them, entertain them, make them feel like they're a part Mm -hmm. of your brand. So always choose quality over quantity. Yeah, amazing. All right, so... It can be quite daunting to put yourself on on the gram and, and show your face especially. Like I know getting on your stories and talking and you're doing all of that, it's it's quite scary at times. So what advice do you give to someone to help break down the fears and really build confidence online? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, all these tips are really great, but if you don't feel that confidence in yourself, you're going to find it really hard to post all these great things and, and you know, even write captions and then answer questions. You're probably going to be doubting yourself a lot. So how do we build that confidence online to really create that good content and show our face? Totally. This is a great question and something a lot of people actually struggle with. Yeah. And it's, it's really overwhelming. Like yeah. I even felt uncomfortable the first time I put mm. myself you know, on social media and I work work in social media. So you're not alone if you're feeling like this. It is very common. And like going back to what I was saying earlier, it's important not to overthink it and to really focus on what your overall brand goals are. Because the more you, a lot of people are scared to put themselves out there because they're scared of what other people are going to think. And they're scared about what other people will say. And, you know, that's why it's really important to just keep your brand values and yep. your why in mind because if you're staying true to yourself, people will appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And although it's scary, that's how we grow as well. Mm-hmm. Like doing those scary things mm-hmm. help us grow. Yeah. So it is worth putting yourself out there. You'll hate it the first time you do it, but yeah. your community will love it. Okay. And, you know, find yourself a hype person or a hype group that will really back Amazing. you because yeah. that's, that's what's going to help you. They'll they'll hype you up. I can confirm that does Yeah, <laughs> yeah that does good. <laughs> um, but in terms of tips around putting yourself out there, I think it's best to start small. Yep. If you're nervous and you're not feeling super confident to get in front of the camera, I wouldn't recommend you know, going all in and filming a five-minute long IGTV yeah, oh straight gosh. away. It <laughs> that would be painful. Yes. <laughs> it would be. So start small. Stories are great because they're super quick mm. and they only last for 24 hours yeah. unless you save them to your highlights. So yeah. start small on stories and just start by introducing yourself, just okay. saying, hey, yeah. I'm Eleanor. This is what I do. It's great to connect with you all. Yeah. Let me know if you have any questions. Just really small, just to show yeah. your face because People buy from people and people want to see the face behind the business. Mm -hmm. And if you're not showing your face or you're not showing who you are or, you know, what you do or you're not showing your team, 
people can't really build that connection. Yeah. Especially in fitness, I've noticed people like to build relationships with people on social media before they come into the studio. They want to get to know the trainers, what they specialize in, build that connection with them. So when they come in, especially if they're nervous to come Mm. into a gym for the first time, they're seeing familiar faces. They've already built a connection with someone. They've spoken to them on DMs or they've seen them talk. So I think that's really important to actually put yourself out there. But yeah, like I said, I would definitely start small, start small on stories and just build yourself up. Yeah, build yeah. yourself up. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about numbers. This isn't a question I told you I was going to say, so I'm so sorry. Like, You're like, where's my notes? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but now that we're talking about it, how how important are numbers? Because I know that's something a lot of us get stuck on. Oh, my God, I've lost followers. Or, oh, my God, that reel didn't do good. Or, why didn't I get any likes on this photo? Like, I look hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that, you know, like, what is it? Like, wh- how is it important? How do we, how do we um, determine whether we're doing well online? You know, are numbers that important? You know, and what numbers are important? You know, are, are our views more important than our followers? Or, you know, like... How do we gauge it or how do we gauge our success online, basically? I think it's important to shift your focus away from your following, um, how many followers followers you have, and shift your focus onto the engagement that you're getting on your posts and the conversations that you're having with your community. Because engagement and comments, for example, are really important because it means that if someone's commenting on your post, they're interacting with it, they like it, they're, you know, they're engaged, they've tagged their friends, they're, they're interested in what you're having to say. Okay. Another important metric is saves because if someone yeah. is saving your post, yeah. that means they found some kind of value in it and they want to go back to look at it later. Yeah. So I would really focus on engagement, mm-hmm. the total impressions that your post has. So looking, like I said, comments and saves. Following is obviously important to some degree because you want to build your yeah. community. You want to build that, but I wouldn't get consumed with your following list okay. because you could have 500 followers and a really dedicated community of people mm. who engage with your posts, who share your posts, who, you know, actually post stuff about your business and you yeah. can then, you know, re- repurpose that content yeah. Yeah. and you could have 8,000 followers, but your engagement level yeah. is really low. Yeah. So it's really important to focus on good quality engagement and the interactions people are having on your posts, Mm. you know, especially if people are repurposing content, if, sorry, if people are sharing stories and tagging your business, that's great content that you can use because it shows the people that are a part of your business. You're really including your community in that Mm -hmm. type of content. Yeah. I wouldn't focus so much on the following list. Okay. All right. Good. Cause it's, it is something that a lot of us get consumed in and you know, it does fluctuate a lot. Like, and sometimes it goes down and then sometimes it will spike up and you're like, oh God, and you can attach your worth and your business worth to that number where it's like, hold on a second, we've got to look at all these other variables as well, yeah. these other things that are making me stand out online, which is, yeah, thank you for getting off topic with me. <laughs> <laughs> so social media can be pretty consuming and sometimes it's it can be quite a source of negative information, negative energy. How do we go about creating a healthy social media 
social media boundaries and social media habits and navigating our way through that negativity. Negativity through not just what we see, but also negativity from maybe trolls and and all of that kind of stuff. What is your advice on that? Cool. This is probably one of my favorite topics. Okay, it's cool, something good. that I love talking about and I I love doing a lot of research around this. So mm. firstly, it's important to remember that you are in control. Yeah. You're in control of your phone, you're in control of the content that you consume, when you consume it, how you consume it. You're in control of all of that. So it's important to shift your focus because a lot of people blame social media. They, you know, blame stuff that people Mm -hmm. are posting, but you're in control of all of that. If someone is bothering you on social media, if you don't like a message that a brand's putting out there, unfollow them. It's your account. You have control over all of that. It's really important as well to create habits around using social media mindfully. Yeah. It's this is something I learned the hard way because I work in social media. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly on my phone. Yeah. And it was getting to a point where it was it was so draining. It's energy draining because mm-hmm. you're just constantly on your phone and it's hard to separate you know using social media for research and yeah. work compared to just you know using it to scroll, scroll. because yeah. you just end up on this you know, you're scrolling on one thing and then you end up somewhere else yes. and it's just, it's one big mess. And then before you know it, it's 1am and yeah, you're, you're like, still awake. And <laughs> Where did this, what just happened? It's scary. <laughs> An hour later. Exactly. Yeah. It's so scary. So I think it's important to implement habits and that's something that I have done and I try and do on a daily basis mm-hmm. and it has helped me. And don't get me wrong, I'm, you know, I slip and I have bad days yeah. and I don't stick to it. But if you yeah. can find habits that work for you and help you use social media in a healthier way. Mm. It's really important. Just simple things like I don't look at my phone first thing in the morning. I don't look at social media for the first hour of the day because I try and get in a good headspace and not, you know, because I have so many accounts on my phone because I manage so many many. accounts. So I don't want to look at it straight away. I just want to start the day with a clear mind. So then Mm -hmm. when I do look at it, I'm in a better headspace and I'm ready to work and ready to go. And I try and do the same at night. I try not to look at social media after say nine o'clock so I can really get in that wind down time and unwind and just relax because I've been on my phone so much during the day. Mm -hmm. If I didn't work in social media, I'd probably have a dedicated day that's just no yeah. social media, yep. just yep. a yep. social media free day. Yep. I have a few friends that have tried this and they love it. Mm. They feel like they have a clearer mind yes. and just you know, better headspace. It's something I would recommend if you can yeah. do it. Amazing. I've been doing that on Sundays. Oh, and awesome. I've only done it the last couple of weeks, So, um, but just not having to go on your phone, not having that commitment of scrolling through and just sitting there mindfully and un- unmindfully, yeah. not mindfully, but yeah, it's it's nice. Was so. it hard to, like, was it weird at the start? Yeah, it's because- weird, but then, like, you kind of do other things. You just do other things with your time and you, you know, that's why doing it on the weekend is good because you're probably going to be busy on the weekends. So before you know it, you're like, oh, my God, I've gone all day and I haven't checked my phone. Yes. This is amazing. Like, yeah. So I guess it's all about habits and routine, I guess. Yeah. And you have yeah. to be strict with yourself. Yes, like it's not easy do. because no. social media is, it can be addictive. Yeah. So if you're so used to just, because sometimes it's just habit, like I'll yeah. be on my phone and then I've I've opened Instagram mm. and I didn't even realize I was doing it because it's yeah. just a habit. Yeah. Yeah. So it is hard to start with, but if you're persistent with it, mm. 
it's really important and you're better you'll be better off in the long run because you want to implement those habits to help your headspace and just to help your mental health and when you've got a clearer headspace you're going to create better quality content you're going to connect better with your audience because you're not going to be constantly on and feeling drained because at the end of the day social media is an energy exchange exactly so you want to be when you're on you want to be on and when you're off you want to be completely off exactly yeah exactly you need to I guess identify the difference between using it for research and for engaging with your community Mm -hmm. and then just using it to have a quick scroll and there's nothing wrong with that obviously but just actually dedicating time that's what I try and do I'll set a timer sometimes when I'm engaging with you know, on a client account or engaging with people through DMs, I actually set a timer. So I have dedicated time to do that. And then I know, okay, it's time to go off because I'll just, like I said, end up on God knows what. And Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. So what is one myth you'd like to bust when it comes to building your brand on Instagram? Myths, okay. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. There's literally so what's, many. What's your main one? Like, what's your what's where did your oh mind go straight away? Um, oh, some of the myths that I hear, it's actually quite funny. The first thing I can think of, it's not really a myth, but it is a common trend that okay. I I do I do want to bring up is that social media isn't important for your business. Or I hear a lot of businesses say that they don't need social media because mm-hmm. they're you know, their business is focused around word of mouth and they okay. don't need social media to get business. Yeah. But I think a lot of people forget that social media is a great tool to bring your community together. It's a great yeah. communications tool as well. So when it's, you know, a lockdown approaching or COVID times and all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff happening, you mm-hmm. can use your social media platform to stay connected with your clients yeah. or customers. You can use it to put out messages and still stay connected with them so they're staying healthy on their journey and, you know, giving them tips and still showing your face, especially with fitness. It's really hard because a lot of people and I'm, I rely on the gym for my mental health. Like I go there to zone out, to exercise for mental health. So if people aren't able to go to the gym and see their trainers and have that connection with them, you can use your social media tool to stay connected with them, to still give them that experience as best as you can. So I think it's important for businesses to, some businesses to realise that and I guess just do research and educate themselves on how important it is. And the online world is just growing. It is. Rapidly. (laughs) Very Very rapidly. rapidly. Yes. (laughs) So it's important to... Yeah, really consider yeah. it if you aren't already on it or if you're not taking it seriously. Yeah. It really will help your business. Amazing. Where can our followers and our listeners today, where can they find more of you? Best bet is Instagram. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. I thought that might be the case. <laughs> yes. No surprises here. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, social punch underscore um, is my tag. So you can find me there. I'd love to hear from you. Happy to have a chat or just connect and learn about you know, you and where you're at in your journey. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank that was you. so insightful. I feel like I feel so much more enlightened now. I'm like, okay, I know good. what I need to do with my Instagram. I know how I'm going to fix everything up and make it look good oh, and you're create good content. So that was amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode so that you can apply it to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. 
Please like, subscribe, and make sure to share us and tag us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye.